Hi, besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag, because we are semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Cynthia Kiss. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens, the bonus episode. Bonus episode, you didn't see it coming. It's bonus, it's extra, whoa. Yeah. We spent four <laughs> days writing that. So <laughs> that's, you're welcome. that's the new intro music, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So before we announce the winner of Canada's Drag Race season three, we actually got the chance to sit down with the top four girlies. Mm hmm. We got to, it was so fun. We got to sit down. We got to chit chat with every one of them. Um, It was so cool to be able to, to really see them together. Like not just have a one-on-one with someone, but have them sort of interact. It was cute. Yes, it was cute. It's kind of funny because it's like, it wasn't a round table because it wasn't all top four at once. We did it two on two. So we start with Jada Shada and Miss Fierce Alicious. And then we get to sit down with Giselle Lullaby and Kimmy Couture. Um, but yeah, doing it in duos, it was kind of fun because we just get a little bit of a little bit of time with each girly, you know? Yeah. I could, honest, I could honestly see anyone in top four winning this season at this point. Like after sitting yeah. down with all of them, I'm like, they're all winners at this point. They're very good. They're very good at drag. Do you know when you see like a, a top four and it's just like, what's a, what's a good way to say it? It's not, I don't want to say catered, but it's a very well put together top four because they each have something that they're very, very good at. They can mm-hmm. all dance. They mm-hmm. can all act. They can all um, do the things that you would thrive for in a top four and in the final episode. So for me, it reads as a really tight race. And they all kind of have like good track records. No one has one where it's just like, oh, this person's obviously not winning. They each have a track record where it's just like, this could be, you know, this could be the runner. You know, this is when Fierce would jump in and be like, I have the best track record. I have two wins. Um, (laughs) She has a point, though. She does have a point. She's the only one with two wins, correct? Uh, I'm going to be really honest. I don't know. Uh, I feel like she's the only one. Like, had it gone, like, I feel at this point it was a pretty even season. Like, we had winners who kept going home. We had winners that, like, I feel like top four, she's the only one who got two wins. That's why she's being so bold about it. Well, I mean, I think she's just, like, bold in general. Um, Which I love. Which you love. It's very spicy. Um, And I will say, I think Twitter's winner is Fierce Alicious. Twitter's winner. Isn't that the real winner? The real winner, I mean, truly, (laughs) is is whoever Twitter loves the most. And they go to bat so hard for that girl. They love her. Well, they started it. It was a rocky road at first, as Fierce mentions in her interview. Yes. Um, But I feel like over time, people have... They've gotten used to her sense of humor. They understand that she's kind of in on the joke, in on this bit. And once you realize it's a manufactured, curated character in some ways, it all of a sudden becomes brilliant. And I've seen this since day one. And I'm like, I know what you're doing. I think it's great for TV. Pop off, sis. Give us everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if she doesn't win, you know that she'll have a very successful career and she'll be on an All-Stars. I know. Okay, should we say who we're rooting for? Like, who our picks are? Ooh, really? Do you want to? Is that, like, is that is that blasphemy? Do Ooh. we pick favorites at this point? Like, do we pick are the horse? Because I feel like we should have done it from the beginning of the season, but then <sighs> we kept it secret. Like, okay, do we, you do we go first, to? though. You go first. You okay. go first. So, 
I, this season, I wasn't sure. I was playing really neutral at first. I fell in love with a few. Of course, some of them went home. Like I, I thought Lady Boom Boom was literally top three energy from <gasps> the gut, I, from the jump. I literally was like, this girl's going to go so far. And then literally, we had to say goodbye so many weeks ago. I know. But someone who's stuck around, they've given us range. They've given us amazing looks, concepts, just funny overall. I'm giving it to Miss Fierce Alicious. Oh, I saw it coming from a mile away. I knew you were going to say it. I knew it. I know. I really feel like it's, it really feels like it's Fierce's game. You know? Wait, is that you voting for Fierce as well? I think I am. I think I'm voting for Fierce too. She had the best runways. She was one of the most entertaining. I (laughs) love Twitter. She's, she's the most entertaining on the show. She has the best looks. She, she's won challenges. You know, and it wasn't like she just won looks because of her runway. She won she won challenges because she deserved to win challenges. So, and if she didn't win them, she was in the top. So Not I to mean, mention, one of the challenges she won was such an applicable real-life challenge about, like, selling a makeup palette. Like, that is something we could realistically do right mm-hmm. after the show. Like, and that reads as a winner, you know? You know? I do know. I think, yeah, I think for me, it's a fierce, delicious moment. I'm so sorry to the other top three who are listening. Uh, oh, we love you. Top four. We, we love, love you so you. much. You know, I am a big fan of all of you, but I, but I think it's, it's like, it's almost like it's fierce's game to lose. You know, like if she, it's like, it's something's got to happen in that thing that would make her misstep to not win. Oh, something's got to happen in the finale episode. Like, if she didn't win, it would have to be something Something happened in the finale. Mm, like, we see some you know? sort of, like, incredible act of triumph by one of the other three. Yeah. I see that. Well, we haven't seen that finale episode yet, so I'm literally, I, I'm just, I'm at the edge of my seat. I'm physically sitting I, I at know. the edge of my couch. I am so mad they haven't sent it to us to watch. I want to watch it. <laughs> I need the insider scoop. I need the insider. I need but to I, be able to see it. I thought that was the perfect way to go in interviewing the top four because it was perfectly neutral. We didn't yes. know. They don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Well, they kind of know because they were there, but. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. Nobody knows. <laughs> but I think we should just dive right into... Oh my God, actually, before we dive in, guess what? What? I got to meet Lady Boom Boom this weekend. You got to hang out with Lady Boom Boom. I got to hang out with Lady Boom Boom. She is five foot two. That is... She made you look tall. I felt like a giant. <laughs> I felt so butch and strong around her. I was just like, <laughs> I am a man. This and is a got, tiny woman. And you got your ass pig. <laughs> We got our aspect together. If anybody wants to see our aspect, it is on my Instagram and my Twitter. Um, and she is genuinely like, I got to hang up with um, Boom Boom, Giselle, Adriana, uh, Isis Couture, Oseon, and Rita Bega. We all did and a show many, together. Many more. And many, many, no, that, that was the whole cast. And they oh, were just it. like, all of them were just so kind and nice. And I just had the most wonderful time with all of them. They were so fun. French girls are a good time. Worth yeah. the 10 hour train ride. Ooh, let's not get into it. It's not worth it. No, it's worth it for them. You would you would travel any distance on a train for them. I would travel by plane next time for them. And I T. hate flying. T. I feel T. like trains are this invented uh, transportation that only exists now for like as a tourist attraction. Like they're not efficient. Yeah. No. They, and they are expensive. They're not a cheaper method of no. travel. M- me on the train looking at the highway and wondering why are the cars going faster than me? I'm Stop. on a train. 
uh, how yeah. much faster? F- like zooming by me, Zoop. like this. I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> this can't be real. <laughs> Zoop. Anyways, but speaking of soup, we're going to zoom right into our interviews with the top four. Uh, do you want to dial up Fierce and Jada really quick? Yes, please. And um, I got so excited while dialing up the phone, I accidentally say they're on season two of Canada's Drag Race because it's the best <laughs> season ever. Season two, good to be true. <laughs> dialing Fierce and Jada. We have 50% of the top four finalists on Canada's Drag Race Season 2. It's the turn-up sensation, Jada, Jada Hudson. Oh. And did she just wink at me? No. <laughs> it's Fierce Alicious. Hi, ladies. How are we doing today? Hi, Cynthia. We're, Hi. Actually, we're actually on Season 3, but thank you. Yeah, thank you. What did you say? Did you say Season 2? Cynthia said, said Season 2. Season three. Did I say oh no! Oh, take it from the top, Anthony. <laughs> cut that out. Old habits—I mean, old habits die hard. Sorry, I mean, too much coffee, not enough coffee. You decide. But how are you, doing, ladies? How are you doing? Amazing. We're doing good. Early morning, but you know, it's press day, so this well, is I what mean, the girls do. <laughs> well, I mean, you look incredible, and it must be nice to not be sitting in someone's basement on a laptop. You actually get to like do press in person and travel around and like. Beyond set is that really cool i wish i was at home with my own lighting and my own equipment because girl i don't know what is happening up in here with these dell laptops these overhead lights like it's pure sabotage i'm so over this <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite thing about you fears you just you you don't you're not shy i just love you speak your mind i actually found it incredible i found it so impressive how you were able to kind of uh, direct the workroom chats. Would you consider yourself the a producer? producer of the cast? <laughs> I, I think I deserve a producer credit, honestly. But like, honestly, like being there, like we're always just like told to like talk about like what we're feeling. So that's what I did. And I didn't think they were gonna put every single moment that I talked about into the episode. But here we are. I mean, we're all very happy that they did. It made for extremely good TV. You very much were like. I would say one of the the funniest people of the whole season with uh, your volleying and you had so many like moments with like sabotage and everything it was a great season for you fierce are you really happy with it i'm so happy it's been like the first few weeks were a bit tough because i was getting like death threats every single day but the the fan reactions kind of changed lately and i think people just kind of got to know me better my sense of humor and they just realized that you know i can be a lot but it comes from a place of love I love you. I seriously I do. I feel like you gave us like an arc this season. Did you? Were you aware of this going in? Like it was kind of like start one way and show the audience no, a range um, of emotion? So going into the competition, I was like, I'm going to crush every challenge. I'm going to kill it. And then they threw us that first design challenge where we had to deconstruct a look that we brought. And that just threw me off so much because I had barely any material to work with. And then the, the patterns that I brought were not working, so Bombay had to lend me hers, and I wasted so much time making this one outfit that was too complicated, and then I ran out of time. And then, yeah, that just threw off my whole mindset like for the first few episodes. But once I got out of that funk and channeled my energy into the competition, I started winning, and now here I am in the top four. Well, speaking that. of design challenges, Jada, me and Cynthia were just really, really curious about the design challenge with the cone or the the tube on your head we're wondering Wait, what all, what was the thought the process was it 
Out of all the design challenges that I did so well in, the one you brought up is the one with the tube. Okay. What What was the thought process? We want to know. Um. Honestly, I don't think there was a thought process, to be honest. Like, you know, I, I just went with the wind. I knew that, you know what? The thing about it is that that was actually a gown. That was a gown at first. And then I was like, you know what? Let me be, let me do something sexier. And that's why, like, you know, I just slid it by the sides and just had the panel to the front and the panel to the back. And then I was like, you know what? Let's do these, like, circles and let's put some flowers in the middle, you know, give it, like, a little body and a little movement. And you know what? I don't regret it because it made for some really cute memes. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was. It was a choice. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm of, happy wait, that it happened. Wait, I have a confession. I kind of sabotaged Jane oh. a little bit in that challenge. Because, um, so we had all our materials and we were allowed to share them if we wanted to. And I wanted the fringe and I didn't have enough in my box. So I asked Jada if I could have some of her fringe. And she's like, what are you going to give me of yours? And I was like, well, what do you want? And she was like, what about those flowers? And I was like, yeah, take them. They'll look great on you. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew you were going to kill the lipstick. Sabotage. You did. I was just going to say, I'm happy it happened because I'm such a Jada fan that I wanted to see you lip sync. So I was happy yeah. to see you lip sync. But what it, were you going to say? It had to be any song. I'm glad that it was that song for Jada because we knew she would turn that one out. Yeah. Um, there was there was a thing on the show that like, Stranger in My House, when we found out that that was one of the lip sync songs, like everyone was like, okay, no, this song literally screams Jada. And if any of them have to lip sync to that song they they hope it's not against me and i mean i did say out loud when cameras and producers and whoever were like there i was like oh this is one of the songs that i would love to lip sync to mama i was like if it's one song i would love to do on drive grace it's Stranger in My House, the Thunderpuss remix. I have been doing this song for the last eight or nine years in drag. I mean, did I maybe sabotage my own self? Maybe. I mean, I, I was curious. There was this world where I was like, is Jada being so self-aware right now when you put the big curly wig on top of the already tall hat? I was like, Mama is becoming a walking meme right now. And I'm not mad. You know, maybe I, I did it just to listen to, to that be. song. <laughs> it's gotta happen yeah it's gotta fierce delicious i have seen some of your impressions on tiktok mm-hmm. we've seen james charles we've seen christian walker yes. where were these personas when we were ideating for the snatch game i i wasn't allowed to do james or christian walker for a snatch game i would have loved to yeah that's why i was stuck with ariana grande um, I, I had another backup also, which was um, Joanne the Scammer, and I wasn't allowed to do her either. Uh, so I got stuck with Ariana, but I was very excited to do Ariana because I had um, Chance of Showers and Selena Bile, who are comedians in Toronto, who, who do drag also. Um, they came up with a, uh, we worked together and came up with a lot of really funny content material for Ariana. And then, unfortunately, Kimmy had the same character. And I didn't want to give it up because I felt really comfortable with my. Ariana I had no material plan for Courtney um but at that point in the competition like I just got into that big fight with everyone so I was like I need to use this as an opportunity to show everyone that I met my apology I'm not going to keep fighting with everyone and I let can we have Ariana can we hear some of your James Charles right now hi sisters (laughs) 
uncanny. Like, it's creepy how good it is. Like, I'm obsessed. I'm so mad they wouldn't let you do this. Yeah, I can't. I'm oh, God. Now, I've got a question. So, Jada, you had so many funny moments on the show. You you did so well. You really thrived. But I just, I just want to ask one small little thing. You had all these moments on the runway where every time you looked beautiful, you would just be brought to tears. Was that just because of the stress or do you still look at yourself in the mirror when you look beautiful? Like right now you look stunning. And did you, you look okay? at yourself in the mirror and, did, and were you like, I'm so beautiful? <laughs> you know what, maybe it was the stress to be honest. Um, yeah, because I mean, this morning for sure, I didn't look in the mirror and started crying. This morning, I, I look in the mirror. You look stunning. You look good. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, the makeup is really hitting today. Uh, but yeah, I think maybe it was a stress of the competition because I'm not a competition person. I don't like contests. I don't like pageants and that kind of thing. And I'm just like, okay, like I've been doing drag for 13 years and, you know, I've been doing it successfully and everything. You know, it pays the bills and everything. And I'm just like, do I really want to go on the show and like, you know, let like my sister Brooklyn like judge me and everything who we have been working with for so long. And I'm just like, okay. So then being on there, like as you girls know, like so much things goes through your head and, and just emotions, whether it be, you know, you're winning or you're safe or you're in the bottom or just because, you know, you look pretty, like just emotions all like in the air for sure on that show. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. Now well, we, <laughs> no, 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 you take it, Sid, you take it, Sid, sorry. No, I was just gonna be silly. I cried every time I saw you on TV too. That's how beautiful you looked. I, was, <laughs> I too was brought to tears. Stunning. Now we had so much fun talking to you too, but we wanna just wrap this up with just a very simple, very easy question. Uh, it should come very natural. Uh, let's start with you, Jada. What makes you the winner of Canada's Drag Race? Tell us. Oh, I mean, what makes me the winner? I mean, uh, honey, like, I'm a Toronto's name. Like, I've been doing drag in Toronto for so long. The Toronto's turn up queen. Like, there's no way that you can hear about drag in Toronto or sometimes even in Canada and not hear, like, Jada Hudson. Um, I And also, like, I'm a walking testimony for, like, you know, newcomers and the, the Toronto story. Toronto's based with so much... Um, what do I want to say? Um, diversity. Diversity and like people that are not really born here and everything. And, you know, I came here by myself 13 years ago um, to this big city and had a dream and just, you know, I did the damn thing with no parents or nothing. Struggle, but girl, look at me now. Take a look at me now. <laughs> I mean, with that voice, I still thought that I did really good in a musical. Thank you so much. You killed it. Fierce Alicious, the same question to you. What makes a winner in your eyes? I'm a winner because I won two challenges. Period. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. Period. Um, I got a calculator. Add it um, up. <laughs> I think I showed a lot of growth on the show. At first, like, you know, I was, I took the competition, like, too seriously, and, um... I was just letting that stress get to me, but I got in my head. Um, I showed a lot of versatility too on the runways, and I really surprised myself with the challenges too, yes. like things that I thought um, I'd be bad at, like comedy challenges. I was in the top four, and I've only done I've only been doing drag for like six years, and I've been working so hard to get to where I am at this point, and I'm very proud of myself and my growth. 
I love that. Amazing. We're all part of Golf your fears. I'm proud of you. Golf hey. class all around. Wonderful answers, ladies. Well, Beautiful. listen, we are on the edge of our seats. We are literally so excited. I can see both of you reigning wonderfully as our winners for season three. I repeat, season <laughs> three. <laughs> and um, honestly, I, I want to thank you so much for coming on our little podcast today. Yes. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us, Juicebox and Cynthia. And Juicebox, you better say nice mm-hmm. things about me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be listening. I'll be on Twitter, girl. <laughs> Fierce, Fierce, you know what I will say? I said some mean shit uh, before the season started, but every single week you have just proved me wrong over and over and over. And I have eaten my words and I will apologize until the end of time. You fucking Fuck killed this, this season, season. like yeah. no other. You were, you absolutely crushed it. You should be so proud of yourself. So you. I will Thank take you. the knee on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Humble pie. Humble. Oh yeah, bitch. I'll I was just like watching teeth. her every week. I was like, holy shit. I'll delete my drafts. <laughs> Not the okay, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we love you, well, so, you much. so much. Yeah. Bye, Fierce. Bye, Jada. Oh, I love those two. So funny. They were great. Yeah, they were so fun. They're t- I, I just like how they, they both have this, like, sense of humor still, you know, about the whole thing. Mm-hmm, truly. They're just like, mm-hmm. TV hasn't changed those girlies. They're just, like, down to earth, funny as fuck, and we're rooting for them. We love you, yeah. Fierce. We love and you, Fierce Jada. Didn't- Fierce didn't yell at me throughout the whole interview. I was really happy with that. I know. Cool, calm, and collected. I know. I thought it was going to be our, our moment, you know, where she was just going to, she was going to be like, it's over, Juice. Let's, no, let's she, brawl. She really, she really has changed. The show has changed. <laughs> the show has changed. You're such a bitch. <laughs> um, all right. But we are going to call up our next group of girls. We are going to call up Giselle and Kimmy. I think I have their number. So let me just, let me get that. We have the dancing diva of Ottawa and the French queen of the season. Giselle Lullaby and Kimmy Couture are joining us from the top four of Canada's Drag Race season three. Three. Cynthia. Uh, Three. (laughs) uh, How are you girls? Good. Amazing. Amazing. Good to talk to you girls. You are the best voices on a podcast about Drag Race. Just say it. Oh, thank that's you. So sweet. Some people say we sound really similar, so they don't know who's talking. <laughs> so when Cynthia's mean, I have to be very apparent that it's her being mean, not me. Yes, Juice clarifies, so yeah. it's not getting twisted. Oh, but you both look so great. Our podcast listeners, you can't see this today, but Kimmy is sporting black and red feathers, and Giselle is in like a beautiful lavender tool moment. Yeah, I'm 16 it's lavender. going on is it 17. Upright? Oh, Ooh, yes, 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 I love, I love, I love. No, you both look so amazing. But Kimmy, I must know, will the bra and panty collection be available for purchase at DragCon UK this year? Oh my year? God. A lot of people have been asking <laughs> I need me to that. know. But to be honest with you, that is such like the late season, like, I re- like that I realized that I was like, oh, should I do that? Because like every day I get a lot of messages like, where is the bra and panty girl? Like, let me buy it. And so like, yeah, like it's the work is a little bit late right now, but like it's definitely on the works that we are gonna make that happen, work. and I'll make sure all my fans work. are gonna wear the bra and panty grill. Oh, I love it because you know honestly, what? it looks good on you. Like the first time you wore a pant, I was like, I miss, I miss the panty. <laughs> do you know like, what you should do? Do you know who should collaborate with you, Kimmy? The bra and panty collection. It should be Fen- Fenty. 
Oh, you need to be in those Fenty bra and panties. They need to slide in those DMs and sell and send you all of those things. Oh You've got to be one of those too. girls. Let's put it in the air. Rihanna, if you hear us. <laughs> Girl, the, the good juju. Let's summon Rihanna, where are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's why Kimmy's been waiting. She's waiting for Riri. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Giselle, as a fellow Snatch Game winner... What is your advice to taking the win on that maxi challenge? I, I think I figured out the technique. So uh, I call it the homeless person technique. So it's really simple. It. <laughs> uh, the homeless person can talk to anyone. It can be anyone in the street. That doesn't matter. We don't care about the person mm-hmm. that's going to be in front of you. The thing is, everything you have ready can change depending on the person in front of you. So if you're, you're, if you're going to talk like this, the homeless person, but you can always be with a character and it could be Kimmy, it could be anyone else, but whatever I'm going to do, it's going to be the character that's going to came out of it and with the direction of like, whatever she's saying, I'm going to bring it to my attention. So I'm going to, you just act like fierce and bring everything to you and you'll be all right. <laughs> she said it. Your advice, act like she's delicious. Uh, sabotage, sabotage. Uh, now, Kimmy, um, you are another Ottawa girl, and we obviously have a, a very famous family. Did you get any advice from uh, Isis? Did you reach out, or did you keep it very under wraps and just kind of like do your own thing, separate yourself, and just be like, I am my own woman, you know? Yeah, um, I actually wanted to keep it low-key, but the thing is, like, oh, girl, I was struggling on my on my bone outfit, the one that I fucking, like, lip-sync, and, um, girl, I was supposed to have a really great out- runway for that look, but then, like, it wasn't gonna come on time, so, like, I just bought the skeleton, and then, like, two days before I left for Drag Race, I was just like, so, what is this bone laying over here? I was like, girl, that's supposed to be my, my, my periodic table, and it's not done yet. I was like, well then, girl, we only have two nights, so let me just dig into this and put some chains no. in it and make some rotten penny out of it, and at least you have a costume. And one thing that she said, too, was like, you can lip sync to any outfit, but just not this, lip, just not this outfit. And then I lip sync to that outfit. Yeah. Girl, oh, bitch. what are the odds? <laughs> yeah. What are the odds? Honestly, well, like, I mean, you can lip sync in anything. Girl. N- Let's not be real. Even. Thank you. <laughs> but no, like, honestly, though, like, she was very supportive of me. Uh, she gave me an advice that, like, she said, take it day by day. Enjoy your time there. And if you get into your head, just visit. Don't stay. That's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's, That's so good. good. Giselle, did anyone have any words of wisdom before you went off to Of Summer course, um, Rita Baga, I called her just before leaving. And the only thing she told me is, um, exactly, if you're freaking out, just get some step. Yeah. And just look at it like if you were a judge, not if you were yourself. Like, what is going on? And mainly what she told me as an hyperactive, that... Um, <laughs> It's a patient game. Drag race is a patient game. You wait all the time. You're waiting to go on stage. You're waiting to get ready. You're waiting to go film something. You're waiting. So that's all you do. Mainly in a 12 hours day, we'll film in three hours and you're waiting all half of the time. So yeah, that was my hardest part, waiting and without a phone. Yeah. Oh, um, the worst. I can do the it now. Worst. No problem with a phone. I can get 
like stuck in an airport for three hours, no problem, with a phone. No phone? Oh mm-hmm. my God, kill me now. But now I'm happy and <laughs> peace in my head, so. Yeah, no, honestly the same. What did it feel like when you got your phones back? Oh, girl. Kimmy, I, do you want to say what you did when you got your phone back? Girl, I played League right away, girl, in my phone. <laughs> League of yeah. Legends? What? Yeah, I play League. Oh, a work diva. I love that. Kimmy, you should stream that yeah. on, on I played Twitch. League. We should get you on it. I played League and... Um, I can't say that because I was taken. No, I know, I know. But anyways, uh, no, I played League right away. <laughs> and um, she got someone over. <laughs> yeah, she got someone over. Oh, okay. okay. She, went on an, she went on an app. Period. And yeah. had a friend visit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, that's your, what she one did. of your runways was inspired by that app. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now, speaking of apps, <laughs> speaking of apps, Giselle, where did you learn how to sew? Because you had some incredible looks this whole season for the 400,000 design challenges that they yeah. goose through at you, which I was so thankful that I was not on that season for the, that reason alone. Um, where, did, where did you learn how to, how to sew and create all these garments? Um, uh, I, I will say when I was really young, my mother bought me a, a sewing machine and uh, my dad was working for a really, uh, it's not working anymore, it's Chantel in uh, Montreal. It was a clothing store and it closed and it brought to home like so much roll of fabric uh, to play with costume and stuff like that. So um, that's when I learned how to do costume really early in age, how to sew by hand. And when I discovered a machine, it was a dream come true. So, yeah, I, I just love to learn how to do stuff. And apparently my brain doesn't work like everyone else. I can see a pattern uh, in my head before doing it. So I don't have to do it right away. And apparently that's not normal. So, yeah, I'm happy about that. <laughs> and, and Kimmy, where did you learn how to hot glue? Um, okay, so I actually know how to sew. I actually, <gasps> yes, I actually okay. made my promo look. Oh, oh, it's a lovely. I look. love that look. Thank you. Um, but I know how to hug. This is all hot glue, girl. Um, but uh, is it? Yeah, this is all hot glue. So the thing about it is that, like, oh, I feel, for you to like, you can you can be a hot glue gun girl if you have the sense of style. You can slay a hot glue. You know what I mean? You can be the be- best seamster- mm-hmm. seamstress out there, but if you don't have the sense of style, you're yeah. still gonna look bad. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. I just love to clean my yeah. stuff. That's all. That's yeah. why I sew. <laughs> but no, honestly, <laughs> honestly, hot glue is such a big thing in Ottawa because like we are very into like you know like costumey looks and. Mm-hmm. Hot glue when we add like stuff in it like is very very convenient and during drag race like girl I just I feel like during the time crunch like you know like time like limit I feel like the first thing that just gets into my head right away is like hot glue like why do I need to bob in a machine and then like you know put it yeah. all together when I could just like one glue connect it together bam done done mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> hot glue girlies yeah well honestly very impressive I'm very very impressed thank you um. We don't want to take up your whole day. We know you're you're busy girlies. Um, but we have one question we're asking everyone in top four. Yeah. Giselle, what makes you the winner of Canada's Drag Race season three? I'm a season queen. I've been doing drag for 13 years. I Drag is my life. Drag is my lifestyle for a really long time. 
I'm uh, a pioneer, a pioneer. <laughs> Something that's been doing drag in Montreal for a really long time. I'm, no, I'm an host. I give chance to new ones to come in the world of drag. I love helping people. I love teaching them how to do drag. I think I'm a really good representation of what drag is today and how good quality we're supposed to represent drag. So I think I'm a good thing. And since I was born to be a drag, uh, I'm maybe born to win, so. Yes. Uh, yeah, that will be my answer. Thank Kimmy, you, judges. Question. Thank you. Kimmy, <laughs> same question for you. What's what makes you the winner of season three? Um, I, my God, I am the winner of season three of Canada's Track Race because I represent communities that are so underrepresented in the mainstream media. I represent the, I represent the trans community, the Asian community, and all the rape victims, and they hold really close to my heart. You know what I mean? And it's so important to be having a leader, an example, to be up there that they can look up to and be inspired to every day. And um, having that crown too, it also, you know, like, just gives me an approval that like, I am valid and like, you know, that I matter But you are valid. Mm -hmm. Thank you, you. thank you. She's a superstar. And also like Mm -hmm. having the crown in my head just feels I love that. Well, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit and talk to our cute little podcast. Uh, We're so excited to see everything that you've done on the season and everything that you're going to do postseason. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, And good luck on Thursday. We're so excited to see it all happen. Thank you so much. We're rooting for all of you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you. Love you, you girlies. Bye. That interview was so good. I had so much fun with them. They were so great. So fun to talk to. You could tell those two were just media trained the house down. You know? Oh my God. Truly. Like you could tell, Truly. even in the confessionals on the show, like Kimmy and Giselle are the talking heads all the time. Fully. We love those love two. It. And I'm not kidding. Kimmy's makeup, like, because we, this was a video call, SQK. Yeah. Kimmy's makeup was always great. And now she is looking like celebrity level, like, anyway, status. Like and I, beat. and for those of you listening, obviously you can't see it, but you might have seen Kimmy's look from her social media. Kimmy had on this tight, tight finger wave. A lot of mm. girls will look like a thumb with a finger wave on. Not that girl. Not that girl. She looks so cute. She looks so pussy with that <laughs> finger wave on her head. I there's a, I can't put a finger wave on like that. I would look horrifying, right? I, but Kimmy I mean, looks so good. So good. It just was really, it was really beautiful. And, um... I need that costume. I need that costume. And it's hot glue. And it's I hot know. glue. I what? Know. I got I got to rethink this hot this hot glue. Here I am thinking like I was the person who she's saying you can sew well but have no taste. She was making fun of me. She was looking you in the eyes. Deadpan, right in the eye. Deadpan. And she just yeah. went ugly runways. Ugly runways. Ugly runways. <laughs> more bras and more panties, please. I should have done one bra and panty. That would have been pretty that would have been pretty fierce. You would have looked good. Everyone's so good on this season. Who is going to win? I don't know. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on our bonus episode of Semi-Qualified Queens, where we got to interview the top four of Canada's Drag Race season three. We are going to be back on our regular time on, is it Sundays or Mondays? When do we premiere episodes? Honey, we'll see how Anthony's feeling, you know? (laughs) It's Anthony's world. We're just living in it, you know? (laughs) So we're going to be back with our regular episodes next week um, with the review of Canada's Drag Race season three's finale and an exclusive interview with whoever our winner is.
I can't wait. Ugh. If you want to follow us on Instagram, hit us up at semi-qualified queens pod. If you like Twitter, the Twitterverse, we're at sqqpod. Use that sexy hashtag, hashtag semi-qualified questions. And if you want something a little more private, you can email us at semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. I'm Cynthia Kiss. And I'm Juicebox. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.